When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. And away we go on the Wednesday. Right off the bat, Rick. Not a good omen. Open my water. Want to stay hydrated, fresh for you the entirety of the show. Spilled it all over myself. I like you moist. Let's go. All over myself. It's fine. I'm all wet. Well, this is what happens. Watch it. Look at this outfit I got on. No, you're fine. Fine. Okay, I'm going to peel back the curtain here because you're giving me post-traumatic stress disorder. What's the matter? Please tell me you didn't spill it on any equipment. No equipment. Well, what okay. would happen? The, the computer would just randomly shut off. Things if things would shut off. On it? Maybe Listen, if you spill water on your computer, it'll work. I'm not even. I'm not even talking about that. <laughs> not even talking about that. No. No. What What happened to you? Did you have an issue recently? <laughs> yes, I did. As what, a matter of fact. And what happened? You hear the Nick? You didn't hear the Knicks uh, Sixers oh, broadcast a couple that. weeks yep. ago? What What happened? Did it <laughs> get kicked off the air? Something may have been spilled, and we may have been off the air for a little while. It was traumatizing, guys. Somebody spilled on the board so it couldn't transmit no, no, out it, to it, the public? It, it, it wasn't the board. It was, the problem wasn't here. No. Yeah. Well, I'm glad it got and I'm just going to leave remedied. it at that. No, someone in Philly right dumped was, tea on the board, and it, it was, was out. Dumped, it was horrifying. There's no way dumped. It no, dropped. No, I didn't dump on purpose. Listen, things may have happened. Things happened. And, and we may have lost basketball for a few minutes. Really? And I would be terrified if the same thing happened to this fine program. Well, unless, unless my sweatshirt is going to affect us going out over the air. Okay, that's I, that's fine. You I know think what? we're good. You, you you could be soaking wet. You don't I'm care. Fine. See, that's the thing. I'm fine. You don't you don't care. If, if what what where could I have dropped all oh. the water that it would be an issue with you? On there's, on the, on the microphone. There's microphones and computers all over the place. Yeah, but if my if my computer something. goes down, how does that affect you or or the transmission of the show? Not at all. You don't know where that water could seep. No idea. You get the seepage. <laughs> I mean, you get seepage. Well, who knows? You know what? Fortunately all hell for loose. you, because you all you care about is us going on air, not my warmth, not my safety, not me being dry. It's all over me. I'll get you a blanket if you need one. <laughs> it's all over. I mean, I, now I, I look like I went in my pants. <laughs> You're really tiptoeing the line early in the show here for me. <laughs> like, just get this me is through, not easy for get you. Get me through the first five minutes. All right. Yeah, you know, it's a very fair point. 1-800-919-3776. This portion of the show, driven by the All-American Ford Auto Group, the number one volume Ford group of the Northeast, huge locations in Paramus, Hackensack, Old Bridge, and Point Pleasant. Shop allamericanford.net. That's allamericanford.net. Net. So, today's Wednesday. You claim it's your favorite day of the week because we have Stump Rothenberg at 7.45 this morning. Now, I mean, typically RJ runs point on Stump Rothenberg. What do you think happens today? Well, I think that well, it's up to it's up to Jack Bauer if he wants to be involved or if Raymond wants him to be involved. Yeah, I guess Ray's going to have to ultimately make this decision. Because Raymond's got Sim. So Raymond's got and Sim Raymond's at 9.15. three stars. And he's got three stars. So the question is, does Ray want to do like the five-pack of where they go to college? Does he want to screen the calls? Does he trust Tom I think to we test. I think we test Jack with the five-pack. Really? I think we do a ten-pack. A ten. And, then you grade, so, and then you grade the packs. Who's got two, the better pack? Two separate packs? Two separate packs. You each do your own five-pack. Ooh. I like that. I like that, oh, you're, too. You're enticed by this. I, I am enticed by this. We could do a 15-pack. <laughs> No such you thing could, as a fifteen pack. You, I don't think. you could do a, a, a six a five pack. pack as well. No, I'm good. It sounds, it sounds like a hernia. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> it's a double hernia. Tom, I, I know you must be familiar with Stump Rothenberg. Oh, I most certainly am. I think I worked it on a Saturday or two when I was filling in. And do you think this is something you're going to be able to handle, or do you want to defer to Raymond? Oh no no no! I'm gonna. I have confidence in myself that I can handle it. Now, right. if things go wrong, then I'll take the blame for it. No excuses here. Okay, I'm just saying that if, if we start getting calls about you know awful questions and what president you know used to enjoy you know the farm fresh eggs that kind of stuff, <laughs> I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a real problem. You know, oh, maybe, all I know. maybe I'll slide one of those in there just for funsies. Ooh. 
Sliding things. Hey, just so you know, the strawberry acai lemonade is on the line today. If you if you show up with this five pack and it stinks, no. no here, more, here's the issue, though. No more lemonade. No, here's the issue. No, I mean tomorrow. For tomorrow. Today he'll have one. Today I need, he him, gets I need one. him refreshed and ready. I want to put his best foot forward. But if he stinks in Stump Rothenberg today, he's out for tomorrow. Gone. It's a now, fair will, wager. Will you pick up an order and he can pay for himself, or no. you won't? You won't even pick it no. up. No, no, I'm not going to pick it up. He's going to have I me. Mean, this is his big moment. I think he's going to be great. I think he's going to. By be great. the way, oh my by god! By the way, oh my god! I was I was ridiculed, criticized, made to feel bad about my promo, the Rick DiPietro promo. Well, no, that's not, see, that's not fair. Never once did I criticize you. I, I was made to feel bad about it. Well, why? Like, that's, you made me that's, feel bad. That's you. No, see, that's your own. I could tell you were upset. I'm upset because I was left out of the promo world. <laughs> no, you have a promo. I don't have a promo. What do you mean? For the app, it says "Don't miss Stump Rothenberg." Oh, stop it! That's not a. That's not it's a, a whole segment. Let, that's not a. Let's highlight the greatness of one person on the show. Doesn't this? It's a. It's a drive-by. It's a segment that it's highlights dri- your greatness. Like, oh, and by the way, you can hear Stump Rothenberg, and I'm like, oh, I'm very smart. And yeah. then, and then you, or or you can hear well, the power hour, or, <laughs> or or you can hear Ian and Ian. I mean, there's a million things. It's highlighting the station. Your thing is highlighting you and you alone. You know what? You're quoting the entire promo, so that means it stuck with you. Yeah, he, he memorized it, it. Did his job. Well, I never said it, it didn't do his job, but he, the, the man has his own 30 second promo highlighting. It's not my fault. Look at me. I'm Rick DiPietro. I never blamed you. I wasn't. I'm not angry at you. I think it's management making a very loud statement. Of you're the big star, and I'm here to facilitate you. Even in your promo, it's like, oh, you know what? We'll make it sound funny. We'll throw a little little tidbits of Rothenberg, <laughs> but we won't say, in fact, who he is. It's not right. It's not right at all. And that's and that's. I how think it we is. highlight you enough. You have a whole day. Today is a, is a stump day. Stump day. It's a stump day. And tomorrow you do the open. Well, that's different though. It's just the open. It's not. <laughs> it's it's a- not the open day. When you wake up on Thursday mornings and it gets to 5.58, you you pop on the app or the radio, you want to hear Rick's open. Yeah, but do, do me a favor. Raymond, can you tell him, please? Because he come here, he's all hot and bothered. He's dumping water on himself. We need him to be <laughs> funny today. I need new material for the open tomorrow. Yeah, we are kind of lacking this week. I was saying this earlier. So you think we, I suck? No, I didn't say you suck. I just I, I, I need you to be at your, your funny best. Give, give me promo material. Give me material. That I can you, make you could you could make a four hour promo show out of stuff I've given you guys over the years. Give you stuff for the week. I mean, new things. Give, <laughs> fresh. Give me give me stuff. You think I suck? Yeah, I mean that, that, that's true. You guys think that I'm underwhelming? Fine. You know what? Let Let's just hear Diana Rossini. And by the way, how about Raymond in the premature look ahead taking shots at me? Of course he does. In the premature look ahead, this he's is what happens. Shots at me. You give him power, man. Because Diana Rossini w- w- did, did did the rounds yesterday, and she made some news, and we'll hear her in just a moment. And what did he call her? The Lurky. <laughs> did you see that? Is. That's what it is. The I mean, Lurky. It's not his fault. I stand by it. There's no. I mean, so because I noticed her social media, and I was kind of lurking through it. Now all of a sudden, I'm disgusting. That's not no. something that you should just come out and say you know no, that's a you thing I mean, no one said you said you were lurking diana i have been lurking and she hasn't been on the program since well because you guys all jumped all over me with that it was very unnecessary online confidence. lurking there's nothing wrong with it <laughs> I mean, and then you try to defend it because well, i stand by it how do you stand by that connotation that. towards but, lurking you have but, nothing to be concerned about like she would call someone if you called the cops and said hey someone's lurking they would come and, and check it out not online well, I think maybe. I think I think that that separates normal lurking from virtual lurking, <laughs> cyber lurking. Yeah, I mean cyber lurking. I mean, you know, I, I'm right now. Howie Schwab, am I lurking for him? May, maybe my issue was that I used the word lurking. You're too honest. Had, had I said I was look, had lurking. I said I was looking at your at your Twitter right, feed, perusing. none of this happened. None of it. But don't you see? That's the genius of me. <laughs> I used the word lurking, and now it's a bit. Now it's a thing. Hey, you're a creep. Yeah. Now, okay, fine. Diana, I have so been lurking. And then, then she went off. And then poor Diana has to go into, like, relive all these memories of people DMing her for her, you know, pictures of her feet and shoes. <laughs> people are so, <laughs> the, people are so This cute. is what she deals Can you with. imagine sending a note to someone you'd never met? No. And saying, like, by the way, can I have a picture of your stockings? <laughs> is there any chance no. you send me your slippers? Yeah, can I have some shoes? No. I mean, what is the matter yeah, with yeah. people really are just fetishes, very, man. Very, very strange. All right. Anyhow. 
Uh, Diana Rossini yesterday on SportsCenter. She has the latest. Now, I think this is our jumping off point today, 1-800-919-3776. You want to hear the latest on Daniel Jones and Saquon's negotiations, right? Right. Of course you do. Here is me not lurking, but here is Diana Rossini. The New York Giants need Saquon Barkley, and they need Daniel Jones, and they've shared with me. The plan is to try to get both these guys in a big blue uniform for next season. They want to get these deals done. The priority, though, is quarterback Daniel Jones. They've been working on negotiations. Jones recently just changed agents, so that slows down the process a little bit. Meantime, you've got Saquon Barkley and his agents waiting to hear from the New York Giants on what they want to do next, because these two kind of play hand in hand. There's only one tag a team can use. So who are they going to use it on? Of course, they want to be able to lay out a deal here with Daniel Jones. But the money Jones is looking for is off from what the New York Giants want to pay at this point. So there's still going to be some negotiations, some conversations that are going to go down the next few weeks. But from what I can gather, based on some of the conversations I have had, Saquon Barkley is very comfortable hitting the free agency market. And I will bet you guys there will be lots of conversations at the combine if that were to happen, of teams that are interested in bringing in Barkley. But the New York Giants, they are trying to work this out to keep these two guys in New York. All right, so I think the rub here is that Jones wants more than they anticipated. And this throws a, an issue into the whole thing because if you have to use the franchise tag on Daniel Jones and you can't agree on a long-term deal with Saquon Barkley, what do you do? Well, financially, it would make the most sense to get Daniel Jones done. Of course, it like would. if you're committed to him and you can come to an agreement, I mean, that makes the most sense. Rather than dumping the 32 and a half, right onto your books, and then trying to get creative to to create more cap space. Best case scenario, and I think you just mentioned it, is get Daniel Jones done, and then if you know worst comes to worst, I franchise Saquon, which is, I mean, which is $10 million. But, I mean, they, they, listen, there was nothing that came out of the buy. Joe Shane said that they would use the buy to negotiate with these two players. Nothing came about. There was not Correct. a word mentioned about Daniel Jones' negotiations, only Saquon. And it was, what came out was Giants felt comfortable with 12 and a half in a year, Twelve and a half a year, and Saquon was all set with it. Twelve and a half is a good number, and I know that McCaffrey gets sixteen, and he looks at himself as that level of running back. And th- and this is the exact reason: the fact that we can sit here because he's a, he's a terrific player, right? There's no doubt about it. No one's going to argue he's a terrific. Well, not player. just player though. I mean, so that's the that's the rub I think with this whole thing. It goes beyond that, right? right? He's kind of the, the, the face the, of the, the face of the franchise. Fine. So so he's a terrific player. And he's the face of the franchise, and he had a really good season. And there's still members of the Giants who say, you know what? If we have to use the tag on Daniel Jones, let's let Saquon Barkley go. Let's let him walk. And well, hit it's free the importance agency. of the position. I mean, it's the importance of the position. No, Someone but I, is- I, the point is, is that that this is why exactly why every every fool that calls up and's like, oh, I defend that he's a great player. You take a running back at two. No, you don't. You don't. He's what, 27 years old, 26 years old. You don't take a running back with the second overall pick. You don't even know if you want to give him a second contract now. Well, they want to give him a second contract, but for the right price. Because right now they have the leverage. I mean, the leverage for them is, well, they don't really because they may have to use the tag on Daniel Jones. And then you lose your leverage. Well, yeah, right. I mean, their leverage is we offer you 12 and a half. If, I mean, if they can find a way to get a deal done with Daniel Jones, then they can tag him for 10. Is that something he wants to do? And he wastes another year of his career. I mean, he's 26 years old. I mean, is there is there another team that's going to be you know, it's desperate Does, to get someone with the skill set? If he hits free agency, he will get paid. I Firmly believe that. Okay, so I mean, the, the, so you have to ask him, or he has to ask himself, how important is it to be a giant? What does being a giant mean? You're in New York. You're, well, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's. Do I like the coaching staff? How they use me? Do we have a real chance to win a championship? I mean, it, financially, does it make sense for all the other, well, you know, other stuff not. outside this is of a guy football? That, that suffered a catastrophic injury, and you don't know what's going to happen with running backs. And if he has a chance to sign a four-year deal worth, you know, with sixty-five million dollars, or he has a one-year ten million dollar deal, I mean, you tell me. Right, but when you look at, I mean, when you look at the, now this is average, right? So, I mean, with football, it's total guarantees, guarantee it's signing, all those different things. But average, by average, Christian McCaffrey, $16 million. Alvin Kamara, $15 million. Zeke, 15 They're going to have to work his deal out. Zeke's going to get nothing. Okay, so is Derrick Henry better or worse than Saquon Barkley? Uh, I would say Derrick Henry is nominally better than Saquon Barkley. Yeah, but it's different. I mean, he's not as it's a, catching this, passes out of the back. Right, right. He's at 12 and a half. Nick Chubb, 12.2. Yeah, that's, that's Aaron a, Jones, 12. This is average That's right now. there. That's, I, you, you so that's probably 12. what they looked at and said to themselves, okay, I mean, that's, we're not giving you Christian McCaffrey money. Just like Baltimore saying to, to Lamar Jackson, right. we're not going to make the mistake of giving you 
230 million guaranteed because Cleveland's stupid. Right, because another team made a stupid decision doesn't mean we're going to replicate it. Now, you say all the time, Daniel Jones, maybe take a little bit less because the next kick at the can is going to be huge. There's not, There might not be, certainly, no. another kick at the can for Saquon. No, here's the thing, though. I, I'm all for guys getting as much money as humanly possible, but I'm also someone that went through this and realizes that if you're happy in a good situation and you feel like this is a spot that's going to maximize my talent, I'm going to make plenty. I'm going to make more money, especially at this age. Like this is the first deal. This might be the last deal. I said this could yesterday. Be. If it's your last deal, get every penny you can get. Could, this could be. But I mean, you got to decide what makes you happy, though. Because there are plenty of guys that make that decision to go, I'm going to take the most money. Right. They get to that spot, and they're like, what the hell did I you just You want to make 15 with Chicago, or you want to make 10 with the Giants? Well, you could have made 12 and a half with the Giants. Right. And you probably still can. Like, look at Robinson Cano. He went for the money. He was miserable in Seattle. Like, it, it happens all the time. Right. Guys think money will make you make you happy. For a minute, it does. And then you realize, well. That's not where I want to be. This was a mistake. Right. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Here's the problem for Saquon now, yeah. is that it's just he's a running back. Right. It's just, it, I mean, it stinks. Doesn't have the same value. Doesn't have the same value. And I you, mean, can, great you can replace a running back. You can get a running back for, in, in the second round of the draft. Look, look at the running backs around the NFL. I have it all right here if you want it. You, you, you wrote it all down? Yeah. I mean, look, look at your Jets running back. You got him in the second round last year. You feel pretty good about him? I feel great about him. You see, you'll have him for another— It would be nice if we didn't I mean, blow those ACL. Well, but... obviously, you have him for another three years, and then you'll make a determination whether you want to keep him or not. But look around look around the NFL. And again, do I think you can grab Saquon? Like Saquon 2.0? Probably not. Very unlikely. Do I think you can grab someone who's 80% of Saquon and save a lot of money? Absolutely. What do, what do you got? Give me your running back numbers. So, I mean, so Josh Jacobs led the league in rushing the season. Yeah. He's a first-round pick. Mm-hmm. Late late first round, but yes, first-round yep. pick. 24th overall. Derrick Henry, second-round pick, mm-hmm. 45th overall. Nick Chubb, second-round pick. Saquon, first-round, second-pick overall. Miles Sanders, second-round. Dalvin Cook, second-round. Alan Kamara, pretty good running back, third-round. Aaron Jones, fifth-round. Joe Mixon, second-round. Austin Eckler, undrafted. Undrafted. So how many of those guys you just ran through are first-round picks? Two. Two. Saquon and, and Jacobs. And Jacobs. Yeah, but I, listen, I don't disagree with you. I just think that the timing of taking Saquon Barkley with the second overall pick when there were other things that you needed and there were teams hungry to get up to get a quarterback, you could have maximized that pick. Of course. See, I would go even this far. E- ever. The Giants, the Bears, the Raiders, whoever. If you take a running back second overall, you're screaming, we don't know what the hell we're doing. We, I'm telling you. You can't you can't do you cannot take a a player who right now is five years into his NFL career and there's real debate whether you keep him or you let him move on. Well, I think the thought at the time was that he would be the missing piece, right? This was the whole I mean, this was the whole get him and was hired to try right. to give it one last go with Eli. 
And I mean, when you're desperate like that, you make bad decisions. Like paying Nate Solder all that money, bad decision. Drafting Saquon. Now, Saquon's a great kid. He's done everything and he's right. he's a terrific running back. Awesome running back. Had an unbelievable rookie season, right? I mean, his rookie season was phenomenal. 91 catches, 1,300 yards rushing. I mean, all of it. 2,000 yards from scrimmage. It's great. But, I mean, just the nature of the position. He's dealt with injuries. And, you know, last year he bounced back. But even last year he got nicked up and he got worn down. Like first, I'll give you the numbers. I've given a couple times. But first nine games. 22 attempts a game, 103 rushing yards a mm-hmm. game. The last eight, which is the most important portion of your season, right? 13 attempts a game, 54 yards 13 rushing. 13 attempts a game is a is a startlingly low number. 54 yards a game rushing, which which is what I mean. That's you can get that from anybody. You any any starting running back in the league is going to give you 13 for 54. Well, I think you just ask yourself: Is there cheaper ways? I mean, can I get two running backs? Can I get what the you get two running backs for half the price? Right, like what Kansas City's doing. Where I got you know Pacheco for first and second, and then I bring in Jarek McKinnon for third down. Right, and they they've mortgaged what draft value for those guys? Nothing. I think they signed McKinnon as a free agent, and Pacheco was what a seventh round pick. Yeah, been a pleasant surprise, a, a tremendous surprise. But how? But here's the thing: how many pleasant, very pleasant surprises around the league are there? It seems like a lot of teams have very pleasant surprises at their look. They traded McCaffrey from Carolina. Their running game got better, Rick. It got better. Right, but I think that I mean that would be one of the situations that you pointed to, where I mean if your team had everything, if your team had everything, and there was a generational talent like a Saquon or a Christian McCaffrey that you felt like okay this is the one thing that we need that could take us to that next. Could I level. see the Buffalo Bills making a play for him because I think maybe they're an elite running back away? Yeah, yeah, I think you've I think heard that Chicago would, too to help if if they keep Justin Fields. I think that makes sense. There's some real debate whether they're going to keep Justin Fields. Which or is not. amazing to me with the amount of what. With the question marks surrounding Bryce Young and his size, also Alabama quarterbacks just in general, and then on top of that, what you can get for that first overall pick. Justin Fields had a good season last Very year. Good. I, I like Justin Fields a He's lot. He's not their guy, though. But the, there is a thought that Bryce Young might be. I mean, you heard, who was it? McShay the other day said he thinks that Bryce Young is, is the next Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, but you lose me, though. No, I, I don't agree with those comparisons. You start saying either. stuff like that, you lose. Me. I, I agree with that. I don't agree with that comparison. I'm just saying that there is a thought that he's going to be a, a special, special player. Yeah, but I've also, I mean, I've, how many how many Alabama quarterbacks have you seen? What do you mean that, have had, seen? that have had a ton of success? No, not a ton. Okay, well, his size. He's a, he's an undersized kid, right? So I mean, there's some I think real there's questions some red flags. I, I think so. But remember, Fields is not their guy. Not their guy, and you've already burned up um, a couple of years of his rookie deal. Uh, now you, you you know, for instance, if you were to take Young and move on from Fields, you're gonna you get a pretty good haul for him too. Yeah, but not nearly as big of a haul. No, I, you got to figure if you're, you're going to get if, if if Houston has to trade up, you're going to get their second overall, and you're going to get at least another elite one, if not a lot more. Yeah, man, people are going to be. I mean, especially once we get through the combine and everything else. Yeah, yeah. I I was reading. God, I can't even remember. Daniel Jeremiah, I think it was yesterday. He said there is no way the Florida quarterback gets past fifteen. He said there is no way he's not top half of the first round. Like, you understand that Justin Fields was seventh in the NFL in rushing yards last year. Not for quarterbacks, for any player Everybody. that runs the football. In 15 games. Yeah. With an offense that was, I mean... Trash. Yeah, exactly that. With eight rushing touchdowns. Uh, listen, I'm, I'm the Jets, and they really want to... And they're looking to move him. I would, I would if, strongly if consider If I'm the it. Jets, I am, I'm all in on Rodgers. And if I don't get Rodgers, I'm all Lamar, Lamar Jackson... Yep. And Justin Fields before I'd even consider future Hall of Famer Derek Carr. Hey, but again, I always go back to this, and we can go back and forth with the quarterbacks that we're talking about outside of Justin Fields because he'll have no real say in where he gets traded. Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers is less about what we want and all about what they want. Yes, they they dictate they where dictate they're going to happen, especially Rodgers. Well, no, especially Carr because he's I mean he's an unrestricted free agent that can chop himself around now. Right, and Rodgers can demand where he wants to go. If they want to, yeah, they want to do as long as the AFC, right. we, we can demand. Now, you think this is accurate? The guy in line two, you think his name is Chips, or you think that's a? I trust. I trust uh, Bauer. Is it? Is this I trust accurate? Chad. His name is Chips. That's what I confirmed with him. All right, I could see me and you being Chips, like California Highway Patrol. I don't see me Why? being great on a bike. Well, how about a sidecar? Throw you in the sidecar. I could. I could sit in the yeah, sidecar right. and root for you. Exactly. Like. Yeah, or and shoot like, out the help, side. Help navigate too. Yeah, you could shoot out the side. Like 
Hur- hurry. The right lane. It's closing down up here. Make hand signals. <laughs> Move to the left. Would I have flags in the sidecar? No, no Could flags. I equip the sidecar with things? Yeah, you could have things. You, you were a chips guy, right? Yeah, little, I love Little that. gadgets in the sidecar with uh, Dave. Yeah. Can I shoot? Would I, would I have? Would I have like you know a weapon that, no. that had, had bullets rolling through it? You know, <laughs> no, like, or I just, got a machine gun on the side I, of the motorcycle. I, well, why not? It would be like in war. I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't have. Yeah, that. that's like in a, I'd be in like a the Red Baron. <laughs> <laughs> Look at his. Side. <laughs> yes. Look out for his sidekick. <laughs> Guy's got tremendous shooting potential. Yeah, I'd be just like Dave bu- Lillard. Just bullets in that flying, sidecar flying over the highway. That's right. You're Chips guy, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Punch or John? Ah, uh, punch. Everybody's a punch. I think guy. it's a pretty easy answer. All right, let, let's see what we got here. What we're dealing with is it in fact chips in Jersey? Good morning, chips. Hey, what's up, guys? Is it chips? Yeah, it's a nickname. Okay. Why? Why more than uh, one chip? Why not just chip? Uh, I. It's a long story. The nickname came about a couple of years ago. Because uh, you eat chips yeah. or poker chips? Why? Is that? I don't want the whole story. You want the whole story? No, no. 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 Just, Just give, give us a, the, the cliff notes. Yeah, give me the short oh, version. Uh, I, I, there's, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. Just a uh, couple uh, nicknames thrown around over some beers down the shore, and that's how I got it. You don't know why you're nicknamed Chips, do you? <laughs> you, know, you, know, you have no idea why they call you Chips. That or it's not clean. No, one, no, no one, we were hanging out, a couple of friends. One guy got a nickname. I'm like, you know, how come I don't have a nickname? And uh, threw out Chips. And it's like stuck. That's for you, know, you can't nickname but why yourself. Would they throw out no, he chips? did. He did. Chip. You threw out chips. Oh yeah. Why? <laughs> I first thing that popped in my mind. I don't know. I don't but know. you you made up your own nickname, <laughs> yes. and there's no rationale for why you made up the nickname. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. I always wanted to be called Chips. Uh, all right, Chips. What do you got? Um, I. I think the Jones deal is uh, fair market value for the Giants. If they, they're not going to pay him forty, but if they get into forty, it's a good deal. If they can get it, so if I tell you right now, five years, two hundred million dollars, you take it. Yeah, well, I mean, you're, you, they'll come in under forty-three is Josh Allen, so you, you have to start under forty-three. So if you come in at forty, that'll tie him for the seventh highest paid quarterback in the league between seven and ninth. You still haven't paid Herbert, Burrow, Lamar, Jalen Hurts. So he'll be, you know, in Caps two years, go he'll up. Be around, right, in two years, he'll be around the 13th highest paid quarterback in the league, making 15% of their, taking up 15% of their cap. I mean, Aaron Rodgers was taking up 25, 26% of the cap this year. He'd only be taking up 15% of the cap in, in two years when the cap number goes up. So if you told me in two years, we'll have the 13th, 14th highest paid quarterback with a 15% cap hit, I would say that's what Daniel Jones' market value is. It's not an awful call. No, actually, great call, awful nickname, great call. No, and that's—I mean, that again—that would be what what Daniel Jones's agent is saying right now. Is, is that I mean, once once Hertz is signed and Herbert is signed and Burrow is signed, like I mean, this is going to look like a bargain for you. Correct. Cap goes up. I, I would just say about, something about forty that makes no, it feel I, like a little no, queasy, it's, it's it's not the forty; it's the one year. That's it. That's what gives you cause for pause. It's just, but it's one year. And it was a good year. Yeah, but to, now you're going to lock into f- for a five-year deal with this guy? You've seen him for one year. I'd like to see him for another year. See, well, that's the thing, though, it is, I mean, in the back of Joe Shane's mind, it, okay, yeah, it's the 13th or 14th highest-paid quarterback, but it could be, was last year just the best it's ever going to be? Yeah, what happens if he doesn't improve from last year and then you, you add weapons to, to the ro- rotation and it doesn't get better? Now, you now you're a, stuck with the And deal. now you're stuck with Daniel Jones for three or four more years? That's not ideal. And it's not their guy. So, I mean, there's a lot that goes into this. There really is. When you draft a player, you're much more likely to to stand by him. I agree. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. You know what's nice? You cater towards Rick nonstop. And it's always, what song will motivate Rick? And what song is going to put Rick in a good mood? And how can we play country music? And they're drinking tequila and taking beer shots and all that stuff. And every once in a while, every once in a while, Santiago, you're like, you know what? I'm going to throw a Rothenberg a bone. Listen, the truth is, I know that I do not need to motivate you with the music quite as much. Really? It does help. Don't get me wrong. So is it fair to say... When you play the music, it's more necessary for you to pick something that he likes to keep him engaged in the show. 
Engaged isn't the right word because he's always engaged. But to high energy level, and it, and it's not even the energy, but but you know to, what to keep to, to keep him on track, to keep him focused, because uh, Rick, Rick can get distracted easily, as you hear. Oh yeah, no, we we hear. Um, are your wiper blades chattering? Are they skipping or maybe squeaking? Don't compromise your visibility with streaks or smearing on your windows. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts. The professional parts people will help you choose from their wide selection to find just the right wiper blades for your vehicle. They'll even install them free of charge. See better and drive safer with new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts. Um, I look at Josh Donaldson. I think most Yankee fans, and Rick, I think, will agree looks at Josh Donaldson and says to themselves, this is a guy who his best days are behind him. All right, he's still a very good fielder, but to stand by this and 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 try to sell us that that was not, it's a mistake. You make mistakes. It happens. We, we questioned it at the time. It was a bad trade, and it made very little, if any, sense. But the Yankees, they continue to stand by that Josh Donaldson at third base, all of a sudden, he just turned 37, is going to flip a switch and be a different version of himself. So Josh Donaldson, last year, at 36, hit 222 with 15 and 62. That is horrendous. Now, he's a terrific defensive third baseman. We get it. Year before, Minnesota hit 247, which is passable, and at 26 and 72. And for some reason, the Yankees make 26, 72, and 247 make it sound like he's Brooks Robinson all of a sudden. He has not had a really good year since the Brave season in 2019, where he went 37 and 94. You're now four years removed from that. So Aaron Boone was asked yesterday, why are you confident that Donaldson will bounce back? First of all, we're talking about a great player. Like this has been a star player and consistently for a long time. He's not far removed from 2021 where, you know, he was still a wrecking ball. You know, I think last year with the lockout, probably came in a little behind the eight ball. I think he had an amazing winner. He's physically, he's he looks great. His assessments, everything, he's moving really well. But the things he did this winter to get himself ready to go, you know, I think you're crazy to think that a bounce back is not in there offensively. This guy still has bat speed and again, is super talented and I think physically at this point in a much better place than he was a year ago right now. All right. For him to come on, and say that this is a great player. Doesn't it give you, I mean, how do you take anything he says seriously about almost anything if he comes out and says that Josh Johnson's a great player? I think he meant he's been a great player. He In the past, he has yes. been. Was, when was the last time you looked at Josh Donaldson and said to yourself, this is a great player? Uh, as a Yankee, you haven't, no. obviously. And I no. think there was a lot of people that when the deal was made at the time said, what the hell are we doing here? Why are we, why are we paying him this much money? $25 million a year. Right. I mean, big time money. It's, it's real money. That's real money. And, I mean, this is, again, I mean, Aaron Boone is a guy that is not going to get in front of a microphone to start criticizing players. And I'm, not, I'm not, no, no, I'm not asking him to criticize the player. I'm not. But why would you come out and say this is a great player? You don't understand why we no, have some concerns? No, but he's not saying, no, 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 because you're, you're misconstruing what okay, he's saying. Or you're putting words me. in his mouth. He's not saying he's a, currently a great player. He has a track record of being a great player. He has not been a great player for years. For years. For ye- and now he's 37 years but old. But at, at a point, he was. I, I'm Listen, I'm not disagreeing with you. He didn't mean right now in the moment he's a great player. What he said is last year was not a good year for him. I think we all agree with he that. He was not in the same place he is right now. With the offseason he had and the fact that he does still, I mean, he's still a talented player, don't sleep on him. I have a hard time believing at 37 years old that you're going to have this dramatic bounce-back season. Like, what does a bounce-back season mean? I mean, does it mean he hits, you know, 25 home runs? If he gave you 25 and 80 and hit 245, you would have a parade if you're a fan of the Yankees. Absolutely. Right? I mean, and again, 25 and 80 is not an an elite season. It's not. But it's a a whole hell of a lot better than what you have. When you play a gold-glove third base, because he's a terrific defensive third baseman, I will give him that. I think the problem you run into is, now it depends on what happens at shortstop, but the problem you run into is, let's just say for, for the sake of the conversation we're having right now, Bader's in center and Judge's in right. 
So we're still trying to figure out what's going on in left. Is it Cabrera? Is it Hicks? And then we have third base, we have shortstop, and we have the catcher position. Like, there are certain positions that you say to yourself, like when IKF was your shortstop, was, okay, he's a light-hitting shortstop, but that's fine because we have enough we have enough on the in you know throughout the lineup All right cuz he he can be great defensively which he wasn't Mm-mm. okay so but now if like third base is, is a is a position where you're expecting elite production that's one of those positions you would think so okay but you now have even if he has a bounce back i still have left field i still got short and i still got catcher right that, that i have real offensive concerns about tremendous concerns so you're gonna need like you you need him. I think that's probably why why he said what he said is because you're gonna need him. Oh, okay, but again, he hasn't been great in years. He's 37 years old, and it feels like he's heading in the wrong direction rather than the right direction, which makes sense. You wouldn't think at 37 he would start to get better. You would think at 37 he would start to age. Now maybe last year was an anomaly. Maybe he's gonna be better. Last year he was awful. He was awful. Right, but I think what he's leaning on is from what he's seen so far. Is that the guy's? I mean, he's a former MVP. Okay, played great defense for you last he's year. He's a terrific defensive that third base. He baseman. can't be. He can't be this bad offensively. Like for whatever reason, you better hope not. No, it, guy, listen, guys at this age don't normally just all of a sudden. I mean, find the fountain of youth and have big time bounce back years. Maybe he does. They need him to. But I think the reason why he says what he says is because, like, the reality of the situation is probably set in. Josh Donaldson we're stuck with this guy. For he's going to be my third baseman, and we better hope like hell that he has a bounce back season. Because it's in it's in our best interest if he does. All right. Well, maybe that's what I didn't hear that. When I when I that's how I took it. Okay. Well, you know what? I, I would have a lot. I think more it's I think that, I think it's th- wishful. I think it's wishful thinking. I think it's just he's hoping like a guy looks like he's in great shape. If, if he would come out and say, "Listen, we thought he had a down year last year. We, we think he's gonna be better this year. And we're excited for him." You know. Okay. But I also think it too. You got to understand like the psychology of what a manager is trying to do too. Like in order to get the best out of your players, your, your players have to believe that you believe in them. So if he's here, and like and it's, this has been the whole offseason, though. It's been, I mean, listen, Booney's on with, with K-Show all the time. I'm sure he listens to the sports talk radio and stuff, reads the papers. It, like, it, it's been clear the entirety of this offseason that fans aren't happy with shortstop, third base, and left field. And then reports were coming out that you know Brian Cashman was looking to move Hicks and Donaldson. Right. And you're like, well, who the hell is going to take these guys? Probably nobody. So now we're in camp. He's here. I have to let this guy know that I got his back. Because he's heard it, I've heard it, and I just want him to know, to know that I think he's a great player, and we we better hope. All fingers right, well, crossed. L- 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 let's see. Go out, go out there and figure out a way to produce. Because right now, well, what I else think would you, you got, do though? You know what I, I mean. And what else can you do? But here's the thing. That was a that was a terrible trade. Like we we and and we give Brian Cashman a lot of credit. I think Brian Cashman's a really smart baseball guy. When and and the reason that it's even a worse trade is it's not like when it first happened. You looked at it, he said, "Yo, boy." This could be a good like when it first happened. We were sitting here saying, "Wait a minute, what the hell is this?" Right? Why would you make a trade for an, for an older third baseman and pay him that much money if Josh Donaldson was making seventy million dollars a year and you could take that extra eighteen million and spend it on God knows what on a left fielder and have Benintendi or a shortstop or something? I would understand that, but he's making so much money to produce subpar numbers. And now he's 37 years old. Well, yeah, you're not paying him. Like they can say what they want, but they, I mean, they didn't bring him over and pay him, and are paying him the amount of money they're paying him from just to be a really good defensive third baseman. No so way. You brought him over here. You brought him over here for the combination of the both. Most, most importantly, probably the bat. Billy Mack tweets in. This stuff annoys me. He said you would take Donaldson as the Mets' starting third baseman in a heartbeat. No chance. No way. No. No at tw- chance. At 25 no. million dollars no. a year. No. Absolutely not. Why would I, I want I, that? Carlos Correa was almost my third baseman. Going to take Josh Donaldson off your hands? No. Uh, Twenty-five million? No, thank you. No. If the if the Yankees could, you you think that teams are knocking down the door to get Carlos to get uh, Josh Donaldson, and the Yankees are like, no, 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 he's on, no, he's untouchable. No, the other problem with him too is is the antics stuff too that drives people crazy. Well, people don't like him. Well, but that was that was supposed to be part of the reason why is because he was supposed to be that guy that you know if. If you're playing against him or you're a fan of a different team, you hate him. But if he's on your team, you love him. He's got that fu that they needed to add to their game. It's definitely part of the reason why they brought him here. Well, that's what they said. They wanted to change kind of that clubhouse mentality. We're gonna get in your face and punch you right in the nose, and it it can work, but it also can backfire. Where I mean, the guy who people from other teams hates rubs his own teammates the wrong way. Like 
I don't know, maybe Garrett Cole or the stuff he said to Tim Anderson, which I'm sure didn't sit well in your locker room. Got suspended. Well, do you think that sat well in his clubhouse? I can't imagine it Probably would. Probably not. How, how could it possibly well, I mean, sit well? Do you think well it sat well with Darren Judge? Mm-mm. No. So, like, at a certain point, like, and that's, again, I think that's one of the biggest criticisms we have, myself and you, of Brian Cashman, is, like, he's so stubborn with these things. Like, rather than just recognize, you know what, this was a bad, you know, it was a bad idea, let's try to, let's try to fix it, it's, we're going to double down on it. That's my biggest issue with Cashman. And I think, like, and I talk about this all the time, in any, in any, anything, if you're a CEO of a company, if you're a program director of a station, if you're a manager of a team, if you're a GM of a team, when you make a mistake, there is nothing wrong with coming out and saying, I screwed up. Yeah, fix it. I made a mistake and I was wrong. Rather than to Aaron Hicks is he's going to bounce, you know, and Donaldson is going to. No, they're not. Hicks is not going to be good for the Yankees. He's not going to be healthy for the Yankees. Donaldson is not going to all of a sudden go for 30 and 97 again. That ship has sailed. So rather than try to sell us a, you know, it's going to work out and we're going to stick with him every single day, why can't we get the truth every once in a while? Yeah, not only the truth, though. Forget the truth. They're not only going to tell you the truth. Why not, like, why not embrace what you're supposed to be? Like, the beauty of being the Yankees or Steve Cohen and the Mets and these teams that have, you know, the amount of money. Now, like, listen, Hal Steinberg doesn't have the same kind of cash flow that, that Steve Cohen does. Don't get it don't get it twisted. Right. But still, the beauty of being the Yankees or now the Mets or these teams with the Dodgers is that, guess what? You can afford to recognize that you made a mistake and you can fix it. That's right. It, it's not going to—you aren't one of these—you know, not the Pittsburgh Pirates, one of these teams that can't spend money where well, if you make the mistake, you're stuck with it. The, the Mets had Escobar, who is not awful, but he's, he's whatever. And they recognized—he's he's under contract for this season— Mistake. What are we going to do? Bring in Carlos Correa. That's what I want. That's what I want. Right. Yeah. Or like, listen, Cano out. But can I afford to make a twenty-five million dollar mistake? You could. I mean, that's a, that's a, can you? If you're uh, the Yankees, you it's a, it's a lot want, of money. No, but if you wanted to, you. Could. I mean, I guess in theory you could. But are they are they going to just eat twenty-five million and not play Josh Donaldson? No, obviously not. Right. But I'm saying the 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 beauty of being the Yankees, if you wanted to, you be, could. You but but I, but they don't do that anymore. No, which is just sucking it up and say, listen. We screwed up. They don't play in the deep end anymore. We got a we got a better option. The Mets, the, the he'd be gone. I I I think if it was the Mets, he might not even be on the team anymore. Yeah, they would find they would probably find a way. Listen, you're we'll, right. We'll buy him they, out. We'll be done. Everyone in that clubhouse loves Escobar, and Escobar was awesome last month of the season. Awesome. Bad up until then, yes. Yeah, yeah, but he had a bunch of stuff going on. But he was awesome. Mm-hmm. Guys love him. But when push came to shove, are we going to bring in Carlos Correa? Oh, oh how can oh, we not bring we in Carlos Correa? Of course we are. And that's the weird thing about Brian Cashman because he sat he sat with us at a charity event and we had a he was on the radio with us and he said that I mean every day his job is essentially trying to replace to find somebody better than than the next guy right well if if that was the case I mean we have no better options in left field we have no better options at third base. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Karen Veenstra uh, tweets in Donaldson is washed. Yankees don't want to admit that they made a mistake, make themselves look worse when they double down. They really think we're all that stupid when teams just don't speak the truth. Listen, we may all be stupid. We, you don't know. We may all be the dumb I, ones. I feel pretty if, – if he responds and gives you a big-time season, I'll be the first one to pop on this microphone and say I was completely wrong. I don't think I'm going to be wrong. I want you to sit in the K-Show for the entire show with a Josh Donaldson jersey on and not say a word. As a punishment, just sit yep. there and say nothing. Sit there in the jersey. And a Peter give his baseball takes, yep. and I sit there and say nothing. Nothing. Right next to Peter. Would I, would I have to, like, rub his back? No. No. Just, just sit there as a prop. Um, no. Well, what, what, do I, what do I get if he's bad? Just knowing that you were right. So now I have to I have to travel into the city for a second time? No, you the day. stay in. I stay in. Stay in. So I, I get here at 5.30, right. 5.40. Stay until 7. Right. And I have to sit there and be... Quiet on the K show. Quiet, not a word. So if they ask me a question, I just I can't. I can't Nothing. They can, at they all. can verbally assault you. No, you can't say. I, anything. I will. I will tell you this. I like it as a wager. I don't like it as as if Donaldson has a good season. Now I have to do that. It's a nice. But punishment. I like it as a wager. It's a nice punishment. You sit in the K show and can't speak. You can say a word. I like it. I like it. Dressed up as as dressed up the way because now you're on TV. Right. Dressed up the way. That we choose. The, the winners of the wager choose. 
It's very my, smart. My question is because I don't. I'm not sure that the the willpower would exist to sit there and not say a word. He would for have the to, otherwise the, the punishment would be yeah. worse. Yeah. So, so what happens if you open your mouth? Well, we would have to. Well, I, I think what happens is here's what I'll I tell think, you. What you hope? I happens. think you give a retainer. You give a retainer, and if I were to open my mouth, that retainer goes to food or something for you guys. Mm. I like it, it. Right. I like it. Like a show dinner or something. Like I, I, like I, I give like the two hundred fifty dollar retainer. And I kind of like it. And if I'm sitting there on the show. And they're like, yeah, you're you're a fool. You're disgusting. What's the matter with you? And I and I say anything. That money now becomes available for you guys to spend on food, how you see fit. I think I'm into it. That's a this that's a good, good. a good wager. That's real good. It's a good wager. This is what happens when you put your your minds. Our minds together. are together. Yep. Our minds are together. All right. Um, I'm a little anxious. I gotta be honest, because I don't know what Bauer is gonna bring to the table. I don't know what I'm gonna bring to the table. But I'm gonna do the best I possibly can. Raymond, let's go. He knows sports. I'm intrigued by a lot of guys. And he's very humble. I go away, this show dies. So now it's time to see if you can stump Rothenberg. Is the DS4 or 7, by the way? Away we go, Stump Rothenberg, brought to you by Jackpocket. Let's start. What Your question is ready to go when I'm ready for your question. I'm ready correct? whenever you're ready. All right. Your guy, my guy, he was funny last week. He's the great Andy in Merrick. Good morning, Andy. You're on Stump Rothenberg. Good morning, Body Spray and Rothenberg. Not great. Not your best friend. No, you were better last week. The boys in Bristol love the way that Rick smells. Come on. I smell delicious. That's why. Not great. I will tell you you this, Andy. Oftentimes, I mean, it's almost the middle of the night that we're together. Middle of the night, early morning, he'll walk by me. I'll get a a waff of his uh, his odor, and it's it's very nice. <laughs> it, he has a very pheromones, very nice. All right, let's get back to business. All David. right then. NCAA basketball question. NC State. No. Oh. There have been three players who have made eight hundred or more free throws. I want you to name two. I'm hoping for all three. In a season or a career? career. It's got to be a career. It's a career. Division one, three guys successfully sink 800 free throws. Hmm. It's got to be four, it's got to be a four-year guy. See, Ewing was there forever. See, then then like Kareem only played for three years. So I'm thinking it's probably got to be a four-year guy. Could it be Ewing? Well, how about Chris Mullen? Could be Chris Mullen. Pete Maravich, but he only played for three years. Hmm. That's a tough first question. Real tough. All right. I covered this guy. Young, <laughs> when you were a young journalist. When I was living down in, in, in Raleigh, and I, I th- and I hate this team. I'm going to go Tyler Hansbro. He is number one, baby. All right. Can you give me one more of the two? I don't know. Um, you do know because you mentioned his name already. It's got to be Maravich then. Nah, he's number two. And the big O, Oscar Robertson, number three. All right. Good job, David. So I got it. That was a, that was a tough question. I can tell you what, you're with Andy, never get the big O. Never. <laughs> you're, no chance. You are a, a terrible and no chance. very strange human being. Yep. Um, all right, let's go to Nick in Wontaw. Nick, you're on Stump Rothenberg. Hey, good morning, Dave and Rick. Um, which two rookie head coaches uh, were the only two to win the Super Bowl? George Seifert. Yeah. Won the Super Bowl. Who won it with the? Uh, the who won it with the, the Broncos a couple of years ago, when Peyton won it in his last game? Was that Kubiak? Could it be Kubiak? What was the question again? Rookie head coaches. Rookie to win the head coaches win the Super Bowl. Two rookie head coaches to win the Super Bowl. You got one. What year was Doug Peterson when he won the Super Bowl? Doug Peterson was, was that his first year? 
No, I don't think that was his yeah. first year. How, how about how about the Colts in Super Bowl five? Might have been. Was Don McCaffrey a rookie head coach? You going def- all the way back to Super Bowl five? I can't. I mean, I can't help you with that one. Raymond, you can't be so willy nilly with the dings. You confuse me sometimes. It's very. It's definitely Seifert. I know that when he took over for Walsh. He already they gave won. you that. Yeah. One. I'm going to go McCafferty, but I'm not 100% sure, but I'd say 82% certainty. 16-13 on a Jim O'Brien field goal over over who would they beat, Raymond? That would be the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. That'd be my second and final and potentially right answer. That is correct. Nice. Mm-hmm. It's 2-0. Bonus, Dave. Well, the, what was I significant about that game? You think? What did you say? What was significant about that game? They won at the buzzer? Well, yeah, but I think that was the only game in which the MVP was on a losing team. Chuck Howley. Look at you. There we go. All right, let's go to... uh, We'll go to AJ in Plainview. AJ is on Stump uh, Rothenberg. Good morning, AJ. Hey, good morning, guys. Before I uh, ask my question, uh, Rick, I haven't been able to sleep since uh, we found out Dave's not inviting you guys to his 50th birthday dinner. It's sad, isn't it? You You haven't been able to sleep? Yeah, it's it's been it's, it really hurt me deep, Dave. I'm sorry. Well, you're not invited either. If it makes you feel any better, AJ. Uh, it doesn't. Anyway, uh, in his illustrious career, Tom Brady has won seven Super Bowls. He's won the MVP five times. Can you name the two Super Bowls which in which he didn't win? Who won and the Super Bowls as well? Dion Branch won an MVP. I remember that. Um, that's def- that's a hundred percent the one of the answers. Yep, that's one. Yeah. Um, and then he left, I believe, in that off season. Um, can you name which uh, team that Super Bowl was against? I remember he had a ton of catches. It was that. It was that. Was it the Philadelphia run? It was it was it was when they were beating like Philadelphia, Carolina. Um, no, I don't know that I can. Um, maybe I'd I'd have to go through the Super Bowl. So two thousand when they beat the Rams, that was his first. Um. Uh, Super Bowl, it was after they had won. It was their second Super Bowl. It must have been 2005. Yep, that's the one against the Eagles. You got it. Yeah, the Eagles. Okay, that's it was. The first. And then the other time that they won, that he was not the MVP. Uh, Edelman was the MVP. 2019. You got it, Dave. You see, you see what I did there for you? I think it's the tea. I think, I, I think, tea, it's I think the tea. tea helps. I feel rejuvenated. Yeah, I, know. I think it's there's caffeine tea. in this tea. But probably. What do you mean? It's supposed to be decaf tea. Maybe it's not. <laughs> You're giving me caffeine. Yeah, maybe there's a touch. Well, yeah, like I give him a splash of caffeine? A little splash. Is there anything extra? Eh, that's, that's not right. All right, let me let me do this quick read. And then fifty we'll... minute. This is a fifty minute straight segment. I need him ready. You're listening to DPH on Rothenberg on ninety eight seventy ESPN WPN FM in New York. That's we're three and zero by the way. Three and zero. Good questions too. Not uh, easy. No, Bauer, you're doing a very nice job so far. Let's go to Jack in Jersey. Jack, you're on Stump Rothenberg. So far, so far, Bauer. Hello. Hello. Go ahead, Jack. Dave, Hello. I got a question for you. I'm a big fan of the show. Thank and I'm you. a big college basketball fan. I like college basketball um, a lot. Duke is my favorite team. Okay. And I would like to know, most people know that Christian Leitner is the all-time leading scorer in NCAA tournament history. Can you tell me whose record he broke? That's career, right? That's career, correct. Um... Mm. 
I don't remember the last time we've had this like back to back to back four straight really like good solid but difficult questions because we usually get the one done. Dave, is it possible that I can give a five pack after this? Oh no! Only if you only if you stump them. I think I know it. Okay. All right. Deal. I think I know it. What is it? I think. No, maybe not. Because I think I think this isn't a single tournament. I think Bill Bradley's the single tournament. Maybe I don't know it. Um, Bill, Brad- Bill Bradley's not in the top five. Yeah, because this is this is of all time. Right. I don't know that I know it. Um. Because Glenn Rice is also single tournament career. I'm gonna guess. I'm not gonna know it. Um, I'm gonna because those guys only played. They played less games too. So like a Bill Walton less games. Although he scored 44 in the championship game. They played less games than they played for three years. Um. His career. I don't know it. Oh, you know what? Could it be Oscar Robertson? He's in the top five, but it's not him. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna. I I don't I don't know it. Um. I'm gonna say. God. I mean, Carolina used to go. George. See, Georgetown went to three Final Fours in four years. Mac McClung, Georgetown. <laughs> yes, thank you. But but, <laughs> but Ewing, not a uh, not a huge score. Uh, Georgetown just had a big win, didn't they, earlier in the week? Well, if beating Butler, you well, consider to be still. a big win. Aminu Muhammad, baby. All right, I, you know what? I, I don't know, and I don't want to take up forever. I'm going to say, and I'm not going to be right, I'm going to say um, Patrick Ewing. No, I have Elvin Hayes, Houston. Elvin Hayes from Houston. All right. Did you want him to do a, a five? No, he has to do a five pack. He's got to hang on. So, so you're yep, gonna, okay. we're going to put him. Why not just take the five pack? And do it now. Then. Boom, All right, boom, fine. Boom. Is he ready? Are right, you ready with your five pack? I'm ready. Is this going to be a good, a legitimate five pack? I, I think it's pretty difficult. I don't know. If it's not good, you're. you're yeah, I'll don't tell you soil what, yourself. If it's not a good five pack, he's not welcome on the show next week. Is that fair? Uh, it's yeah. Uh, you got to ask Jack that. I think it's good. All right. Is it college basketball? Uh, college basketball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, go ahead. Ready? Rolando Blockman. Kansas State. Wow, good. Uh, Gerald Wilkins. Tennessee Chattanooga. Craig Elo. Washington State. Good. Chris Childs. <laughs> good. <laughs> I don't know Chris Childs. Come on. I don't know it. And he played for the Knicks, too. Yeah, but you can't let Jack, I mean, you can't let Jack dominate you today. How is that dominating? Because he beat you in the first one. How is that dominating? He beat you in the first one, and now he has could beat you in the five pack. It's possible, but I don't. I don't think that that's unimpressive. Well, you're impressive so far in the first three. Ugh, I know. I'm getting a lot of state schools too. Uh, this one is also a state. Of school. course it that? is. Of course it is. You're trying to because you're trying to stick it to him today. I like it. Get him. I'm, I'm going to get it. Give me a second. Have another sip of your tea. Let the caffeine really sink into your brain. Watch this. Before I take the sip. Swig it. Boise State. No. Is that right? What was it? He said Boise State. Is that right? That is correct. All right. And last one. Will Purdue. Vanderbilt. Wow. 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 All right. He owns nothing. He owns nothing. Greatness. I mean, come on. Greatness at its best. Come on. Greatness at its best. Come on. What you just saw does not happen it on exist. other shows, it on other stations, exist. anywhere else. Anywhere. Um, What's your question? Uh, my question is this. Can you tell me, so Jason Tatum just won the uh, NBA All-Star MVP. I'm not going to know this. Yeah, you will. Can you tell me who uh, who has the most career All-Star Game MVP awards? Michael Jordan. Nope. LeBron. Yeah, okay, take it serious. I, I have no idea. I don't care. What's about the that. award called? I have no idea. Is it the Kareem Award? No, it's the Kobe Award. Oh, so I'll uh, say Kobe? Yeah, Kobe and Bob Pettit. You stink. I mean, what a terrible question. A, uh, we just and, had the All-Star and, and, game. Oh, come on. Nobody cares uh, about the All-Star. And we just sat here discussing how RJ, awful. isn't that a good question? RJ's not here. RJ is not here. <laughs> RS. I'm going home. RS, is that not a good question? Am I here? Hello? I thought it was a good question. No, you didn't. Dave was all over you. No, no, you Bauer didn't. could be Dina Han's illegitimate child. 
Wow. Could he not? Uh, now yeah. That Dean Hand just walked in. He, he kind of sort of could. A little bit. Yeah. Maybe Barrison, just throw that out there. Uh, I just did a good Dean job Han. today. Yeah, because Dean Hand walked in and he said hi to his kid, and then he, and then he popped right out. No consideration. You just throw. But do you Dean want him? Do you want Bauer to be your illegitimate no, you kid? Just, you just throw poor Dino under you the bus. Yeah, you, you want Bauer? Yeah, you want Bauer. Listen, he's done a great job. Are you this happy week. with rubber babies? He's done a great uh, job this week. Um, you want to take one, one or two more? One or you more. Want, My question stunk. You admit it wasn't great. It wasn't great. Um, let's go. What do you pick? You want baseball or NBA? I can't give you NBA. God forbid. Let's go baseball. I don't want. Uh, let's go to Joe in North Carolina. I don't. I don't want All Star Game baseball. Go ahead, Joe. Gentlemen, this is not um, All Star baseball. But um, first time calling in to Stump Rothenberg as I feed my newborn child. Nice. After about two hours of sleep. Um, so the ceremonial pitches have become a very big thing in baseball um, with the presidents. Uh, can you name the first? William Howard Taft. All right. Nice. It's not the first time you've been asked that question. Don't pretend like but it come is. Come on. But come. That's a popular question on Stump Rothenberg. A lot of people ask that. Did you know it? Uh, no, I didn't remember it. Okay. Come but on, I know I've heard that. We've been asked that one before. But come on. It's awesome. I mean, come on. You it's see amazing. What, you see what just happened. All right, uh, Santiago, let's This is what happens when you, you replace like real like feelings and emotion with knowledge. <laughs> That's all there is. <laughs> there is useless knowledge, and I don't give two craps about anything else. <laughs> all right, then. Make these good, Santiago, because right, Bauer's R- been good. Since RJ's been in Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a list of players of Puerto Rican descent oh, where they went to school. All right. And uh, I'll start you off since uh, since can you go closer Jack? to the microphone, please? Is that better? No, yeah. put your lips right up against. Yeah, them. make love to the microphone. Well, the thing <laughs> is, this pop filter is crashing. Ooh, all so. right. Anyway, uh, Ronaldo Bachman, Bal- not Rolando Blackman, Ronaldo Bachman, South Carolina. That'd be a tough last name for a pitcher. Bachman, the Bachman, <laughs> and here comes the Bachman. It's like you plant the seed in the umpire's head, right? <laughs> Bachman. All right. Uh, Rising stars MVP Jose Alvarado. That's a good one. Did he go to Georgia Tech? Look at you. How about J.J. Barea? Northeastern. Boom. Come on. This let's, is unbelievable. Let, let's go to football. <laughs> yeah. What about... Now he's making things Riverboat up. Ron Rivera. USC. No, Cal. I almost got you. Almost got you. Last one. Has some energy, Raymond. I Come promise on. you. He sounds half no, dead, doesn't he? He sounds like he's half sleeping. Last one. Don't put the whole microphone in No relation. In yeah. O.J. Santiago. I thought you said O.J. Simpson. O.J. Santiago. Was he a tight end? He's a tight end. The actual have inventor you seen, of- Have you seen Raymond with, with jeans on? Of course he's a tight end. <laughs> uh, I, I I don't know. Uh, Might be a little Mac action. Uh, I don't want you to hand me the answer. O.J. Santiago. I, I don't know. Um, Did he wear six? I'm going to say Kent State. Shut your face. <laughs> Is very that right? Nice. Very nice. Oh my! This is one of the greats. Yeah, all Today right. is one of the greats. And let's wrap it up with uh, Bauer. All right, Dave. I want to see how well you know the new kids in town in the NBA. Not well. All right. Well, we'll find out. Spencer Dinwiddie, Colorado. You got it. Mikhail Bridges, Nova. You got it. Dorian Finney-Smith. Did he go to NC State? Not an NC Stater. I don't think well, that wasn't know. his answer. Relax. I'm not going to know it. Do you see the report that they the Nets turned down two first round picks for Finney Smith? Is that a real report? I don't know. That seems like a lot. I read it. I <laughs> read well. Who, who reported it though? <laughs> I don't. Should have cited that. Should they have? Mm-hmm. Um. God, Dorian Finney. He's not NC State. Um. He was a Mavericks draft pick. Look at Bauer. I, I think he's ACC, isn't Off he? Off the top rope. See, like... See the smirk on Bauer's face right now? He's got you. He feels yeah, like he, he has he, you. He might. Look at him. I, Virginia Tech. I'm not sure. You're 0 for 2 with him. Would you like to he try and make it Virginia 0 for 3? Tech? Wow, he's mocking you now. Right to your face. I could have... Right to your face. Yeah, I'm, I'm confused. No, I'm going to look it up. I could have sworn he spent at least some time. I don't... I could have sworn he was in the ACC. Listen, Bauer says no. 
I like the challenge. No, he's sitting back. He's having a nice sip of his of his strawberry. Acai? I'd like I'd like to throw the challenge flag. Challenge up. flag. I I Raymond, I'm telling you, I think Raymond, he went to, check it. Listen, he went to high school in the state of Virginia. Check according it. According to this, according to Basketball Reference, I'm not seeing uh, no, Virginia. No Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech on there. Oh, let me look this up. I could have sworn he went to Virginia Tech. All right, Dorian Finney-Smith. Nah, I don't. I don't know then. College, Virginia Tech. Stop it. In Florida. I only saw Florida. That, Stop so it. that's why it only shows Florida on, ba- on Basketball Reference. I told you. The Bauer's out. Out. Oh, what else? He got Bauer. All right, Josh Hart. Villanova. You got it. And the last one, Cam Johnson. North Carolina. Yes, and I also Pitt. Smart. And and Pitt as well, which probably wouldn't count if I would have given you Pitt. Well, I actually saw both colleges on his basketball reference page, unlike Dorian Finney-Smith, where it only lists Florida. All right, so there you have it. I think overall I did pretty darn well. Overall, excellent. Uh, and that's Stump Rothenberg, brought to you by Jack Pocket. Mega Millions is $126 million, and Powerball is $100 million. Play official state lottery games on your phone with Jack Pocket. Download the Jack Pocket app and get your first ticket for free using code ESPN. Must be 18 or older to play. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 877-8-HOPE-NY. Visit jackpocket.com slash TOS for full terms of service. He ha- played 33 out of a possible 134 games at Virginia Tech. That, that I don't care if he played a half of a game. You asked me where he went. I said Virginia Tech. That at least is half correct. He claims Florida. <laughs> what do you mean? He... All right, I'm, I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> uh, this is what happens: that that side of the glass, their team, and this I, side of the glass. You, you guys looked it up. I challenged it and won did, the challenge. Did he go to Virginia Tech? Yes or no? Yes, he did. did no, he you pl- won. You won the challenge. Thank Absolutely. You. Thank you, Raymond. You hear? At, at least Bauer admits to his mistakes. You know what you are, Raymond. You're the Aaron Boone, Brian Cashman of the show. You will die on the sword of, oh, he went to Florida. He went to Florida. <laughs> what did he say about Josh Donaldson? Eh, figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.